All right, it's time for part two of contradictions within the Mormon faith. And I think this one is probably the juiciest. All right, so this is a new series. I have a few that I have in the hopper. If there's other contradictions or dilemmas that you think exist within the Mormon faith, please share them with me. I would love to add them to the repertoire of this kind of series that I'm doing. But this one today, I think is probably the one that I think is the biggest problem for Mormons. And once again, if you're Mormon watching this and you're annoyed that I'm calling you Mormon and not LDS, it's because this doesn't just apply to you as LDS. It applies to anyone who believes in the Book of Mormon, not just you. So here's the problem. Within the Mormon faith, it's all grounded upon this idea that there's been a complete and total apostasy. In other words, it's not just like the Reformation with evangelicals or Protestants looking at the Catholic Church and saying, hey, this, this idea of giving alms in order to get into heaven sooner and get out of purgatory sooner, that seems to be off. And it's not that we feel like the church has gone so far astray, we have to just start from ground zero, but we need to get back on track here. That's a Reformation. According to Mormon beliefs, the church needed not a reformation, but a restoration. The whole idea is that essentially that there needed to be priestly authority that was passed down, and that had been completely lost. That priestly authority was given to the disciples, and somewhere along the line, there's debate among Mormons on where that is, but somewhere along the line, that priesthood authority was lost. The teachings of the church were no longer being followed in what Jesus actually taught, which is why Joseph Smith says himself that there has been a complete apostasy and that the teachings of the church currently were an abomination. And so that being said, we're not talking about a reformation. We're talking about a restoration. And this ends up being really important to the Mormon faith in the sense that if that's not true, if it in fact is true that there's leftover of a priesthood, if the teaching is still, still somehow on track enough that it could just be reformed, then when Joseph Smith claims that he needs to restore the church, that just wouldn't be true. The whole thing is founded on the belief that you need a complete restoration of the church, not just simply a reformation, and that there's been an apostasy of teaching and the priesthood. Now, that seems logical in itself. I don't necessarily agree with the premise that there has been a complete apostasy. I think there's reasons why we could see it needed a reformation, but it didn't need a total restoration. But this gets even more complicated for a Mormon. Because for a Mormon, I think their own theology proves that there hasn't been a complete apostasy. Let me explain. First of all, when you look in the book of John, there's this little dialogue where John is asked, do you love me? And then at one point, Peter kind of jumps into the conversation and he asks, what's going to happen to John? And Jesus's reply to him is, it doesn't matter to you. Don't worry about what's going to happen to John. LDS theology then teaches that actually what happened with John is John asked that he could continue in the priesthood continuing to serve the church and to grow the church in order 
for that to continue on until Christ's second coming. In other words, to put it very simply, the belief in LDS faith is that John has never died. Now, to clarify, I'm talking about John the Apostle or the Disciple, not John the Baptist. But this is part of that priesthood. In fact, John, that Apostle, is the one that ends up giving some of the priesthood to Joseph Smith down the road. So, that ends up being a problem. But it gets more complicated than that, because that's already showing that there hasn't been a complete apostasy. The belief is that John actually never dies. He's still on earth to this day, helping the church along in some form or another. But it gets more complicated than that. In, sec in 3 Nephi 28, we see another passage where, if you're not familiar with the story, according to LDS teaching, after Jesus dies and resurrects, he appears to his disciples, but then he also comes to the Americas. And then he creates another group of disciples there. Well, three men among those men ask for the same blessing, for the same ability as John did. So these men, being this kind of second set of apostles, second set of disciples who have the priesthood, three of them also ask that they can continue on with the work of building up the church until Christ returns. They are granted that wish. So in other words, now you have four men who in a lot of ways would be viewed as the elite disciples. I think it would be pretty hard, I would guess, that most Mormons wouldn't look at it and think, well, the disciples that we have now are better. At the very least, you're probably going to look at John and say, John's one of the best disciples, one of the best apostles that the church has ever known. That being said, if you're then saying that there's been a complete apostasy, you would have to be saying that John and these three Nephites went apostate. And therefore, they weren't around to actually continue the church on as God granted them to do. See, the Mormon is then faced with a dilemma. You can either admit that According to LDS teaching, John and these three Nephite men continued on helping the church under the priesthood authority that they'd been given, and therefore the authority and priesthood of the church never went away, which then makes Joseph Smith a liar when he says that there's been a complete apostasy. Or you can say that there was a complete apostasy, and Joseph Smith was a liar when he said that John and the three Nephites continued on in the teaching and are still on earth to this day. That choice is up to you. Hey, thanks for watching. If you enjoyed it, please pass it on to others. Check out my blog for some other content that I don't have on my YouTube channel, as well as check out my other social media. And if you're enjoying this enough, even think about supporting this financially. You can do that through Rashio Christie. I have a link below.